Trendy is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it, must be 21 years or older. Welcome back to another edition of Trendy presented by Omaha, the show where we like to compete with our friends and explore the best ways to wager for casual cappers. And my friend today is Mark Gunnels, and I'm worried about my friend. I am worried that just like when you're 21 and you make your first trip to Vegas and you start throwing money everywhere, you're betting on 36 and you're chasing it on craps and you're you know hitting 17s and all sorts of stuff. You just don't know what you're doing. You get a little too excited. And that was my friend Mark on Monday who gave out a super aggressive slate of picks and walked away (laughs) with nothing, nothing, Mark. It is currently, I didn't even do well. I only hit one bet and I have a commanding lead of 1.9 to zero. And if you continue to do this, I don't think I need to make a bet. If you're going to give out any more plus 5,800 multiple, multiple player parlays. Are you going to do that again? Are you are you coming back a little bit calmer this time? I know I've definitely uh, dialed back a little bit today. <laughs> um, I told you I was going to come in hot, uh, try to strike, just kind of come in with a bang, right? I wanted to come in with a bang, and I've been humbled, Toby. Okay, <laughs> so I, uh, <laughs> I will say I got a little nervous last night though, watching the end of um, the Warriors game. Because you hit the Suns money line on that one, and Curry ended up with what twenty seven, and you had yeah, up with thirty point yeah, five. Yeah, yeah. He had like five in like the last minute, and I was like, "Man, if this goes to OT, I'm cooked." I was but rooting nah. for OT so bad. <laughs> <laughs> we had to root for something after licking your Lakers wounds too. So, what a great <laughs> night for you, huh? Were you actually happy the NBA was back, or did the first night ruin it for you? Uh, it kind of ruined it for me. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I hope it didn't ruin it too much because before we jump into today's edition of Hardhead Heater Cred, I want to talk a little bit about NBA futures with you. I mean, you love the league about as much as anybody I know here at the network. And since we are getting the full debut tonight, we got the appetizer last night, a hell of an appetizer too, by the way. Those are two great games. Um, want to talk a little bit more about the rest of the league and what you are seeing this year in terms of the future odds. So you want to give the people at home some of your best bets for the entire NBA season before we get into today's picks. Yeah. So first of all, shout the Caesar Sportsbook, uh, mm-hmm. giving out these great odds to the people. I have three futures that I really, really like, and I'm sticking with the Lakers on one of them, Toby. Of course. Shocker. Come most on, Homer, what you got? <laughs> most improved player of the year, Austin Reeves. Mm. Right now you can get it at Caesars at plus 1400. This is a guy that, Showed flashes last year of being the third guy on the team above D'Lo, right? D'Lo's supposed to be that third best player, right, behind LeBron and AD. But it was actually Austin Reeves, especially in the playoffs. He really took on. Remember the the Memphis game where he was like, I'm him? Remember that, yep, Toby? Of course. I'm him. Course. Yeah, the I'm him game by Austin Reeves. So, And then, you know, you combine that with him playing with Team USA over the summer. I think his confidence just continued to grow. You know, LeBron's been advocating for him all offseason. You know, you have one a guy like that of that stature that really is backing you consistently. It just only boosts your confidence as a young player. I mean, this guy went undrafted. And I think also playing for the Laker brand, a team that I think could be a top four seed in the West. When you combine all of that, I think this is pretty good odds for him at plus 1,400. 
Yeah. So what would that have to look like though? Right. Like, cause he's not a guy who's a scrub because he came on so well and yeah. he's not quite a superstar. So what level would he fall? Like, cause that's kind of the two categories you see, right? You see a guy who comes out of nowhere and suddenly becomes an important rotation player uh, yeah. or a nailed on starter, or you see a guy who had flashes of greatness become truly great. Like John Morant won this in his second year. Right. So like, what yeah. would it have to look like for Reeves to actually catch that bet? Yeah, so I mean, if you look at his numbers last year, he averaged 14 points a game. I think you're looking at a 17 to 18 on on pretty good efficiency. But I think also it's the combination of the Lakers having a really good record as well. Yeah, that's like if really the Lakers are a top four, top three seed in the West, and he's clearly the third best player. And like I said, playing for the Lakers does help, right? Because they're always on national TV, and you know you're always going to see them. So I think those plays in his favor as well. Yeah, I think the best way he can win this award is if they load manage AD and LeBron, which I expect them to do, and yeah. still win games with Reeves Ward in the show, right? Because if he's just like the third banana and he only goes up four points, he's probably not going to draw the votes. But if they're right, resting right. dudes and he's still winning games on Thursday nights on like a 29 and 12 day, then that's when he'll get voters' attention. And I think that's entirely possible because I think they will load manage those guys. And at some point, he's going to have to be go from the, you know, the three to the one in certain situations. Yeah, I mean, they're even low-managing LeBron within the game he plays. I mean, last night, he only played, what, 28, 29 minutes? You're right. Yeah. I mean, so I think even in those spots, you know, if because they took him out. They were down by four with eight minutes to go. And they took LeBron out. That's kind of when Denver went on their run. Like, if if that didn't happen, let's say that happens throughout the course of the season, but, like, Austin Reeves takes over during that stretch, and the Lakers take a lead or they maintain where they're at. I think those – also play in his favor as well, even when LeBron does play, because I don't think he's going to play heavy minutes this year. Yep. All right. Plus 1,400 is a good number for him. What's the second one you got? Yeah, the second one I got, I'm looking at MVP. So I like Jason Tatum for MVP. He has the third best odds right now, plus 600. I think Boston's the best team in the East. I know Dame went to Milwaukee, but you think about it. They got Drew Holiday. They got Porzingis there, and I think they're going to have the one seed in the East. So obviously that helps, right? You have the best record in your conference. And I, I really think he's going to take another leap this year. You know, he's always been looked at as a, you know, a fringe top 10 player in the league. But I think he has another step where he can reach. And with him being the best player on that team with the talent around him, I think you're going to see his most efficient year as a player. And I think Boston could potentially win the whole thing. So I like him at the third best size of plus 600. Yeah, the MVP is always really interesting in the NBA in terms of the odds because I don't, I don't think you think even, or I think even, that Tatum will be the best player in the NBA this year. I think that's either yeah. going to be Joker or Giannis, like pretty clearly. But then you do see over and over again voter fatigue, and they like to award somebody who's made like that final step, that final leap. We saw with Embiid yeah. last year, and so like you're basically betting on human nature and voter nature here. Not that he's going to be the most yeah. dominant force in uh, over the season. Yeah, because you can't give it the Jokish four years in a row, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, Jordan should have well, won. I guess every year, technically, right? Embiid won it last year, even though I think Jokic should have won. But yeah, <laughs> well, the, I mean, we've just been seeing this forever, all the way back to the Barkley and Malone and all those other MVPs that should have gone to MJ. All right, what you yeah. got for the third one? So, my third one, I'm actually looking at win totals. Okay. And I'm looking like at it. Minnesota, the Timberwolves. I'm hammering their under. I think it's way too many wins. It's at 45 and a half. And okay. you can get the under at plus money, plus 110. Because here's an Edwards guy. You're not an Ann Edwards guy, huh? Well, no, it's not even that. I, I think at some point, I, I think there's a fair chance that Cat gets traded before the trade deadline. Okay. Uh, there's been a lot of smoke about that. Um, you know, I, I think he's worn his welcome out there. 
And if I could see a scenario where they kind of get off to a rocky start and they're hovering around that 500 mark. And you know what? They're saying, let's get rid of them because now we can get the most value we can get for them as we can. Some team out there would be like, we can, we can get the most out of them. We're one piece away and they'll load the farm out for cat. And I think this is the start of fully building the team around Anthony Edwards. Cause right now cat is feel like he's in the way. It just feels like he's kind of in the way. Yeah, I mean, this is this is where futures are really fun because you're making a projection based on like what's going to happen at the February trade deadline um, and a narrative that's entirely plausible. And, and if that that uh, timeline comes through, like you're going to cash with ease, you're going to cash in March. Like there's going to yeah. be no way they even come close. I kind of look at the Wolves the other way, though. Like they are now so leveraged and so over mortgaged on their future that unless they can un- like completely erase the Gobert trade in a package for Cat, I don't see the motivation to do it because they don't have any of their future picks. The Jazz have them all, so they can't bottom out. And they have to worry about the Edwards extension in a small market, so they can't just like go out and say, here's another 28, 29, 30 win team. And so like I'm a, I'm the other way on the Wolves. I, okay. I understand completely what you're saying, but I yeah. think they just have I think they're now in for a penny, in for a pound. And there's no scenario where they don't go after it short of Edwards having like a torn Achilles. And if that happens, then yeah, they'll trade cat, they'll trade anything that's not nailed down because it's going to change the timeline so much. Even though we're on opposite sides, I think we both can agree that this thing could go either way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I think they have one of the biggest like win ranges in the whole league. Like, yeah. if you told me they won 30 games this league, I wouldn't be shocked. Or this year, I wouldn't be shocked. You told me they won 50, I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah. I don't know how many teams where I'm like, I see scenarios that are 20 yeah. games apart. It's pretty wild. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're fascinating, to say the least. <laughs> All right. Well, as uh, an NBA expert here at the network, you host Lemon Pepper Parlay, which has the NBA edition once the Super Bowl wraps up. I yeah. want to throw a couple at you rapid fire that I wrote down and see what you okay. think. So let's just break this off real quick. Uh, championship winning conference. This is a bet that I found at Caesars that I really, really, really like. Championship winning conference. You can get the West at plus money. So you're getting the Nuggets, the Suns, the wow. Warriors, the Lakers uh, at plus 105. So, Mark, if, if Giannis gets hurt or the Celtics don't survive three rounds just like they did not last June and they don't come through on their potential, now all of a sudden you're sitting on these four teams and whichever one of them survives the gauntlet versus anybody who comes out of the East in that scenario, you're going to be absolutely loving this bet come June. Yeah, I mean, it's a numbers game, right? Like you mentioned, the West has, I think, four potential teams that can win it all, and the East only has two. Right. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I get it from the book standpoint because they're going heavy in on Giannis and Dame and the Celtics is maybe the you could argue those are the top two teams in the league. You know, you could argue they're better than anybody in the West. But I just think when you have the quality, the quantity of numbers in the West and you got the defending champions over there, I yeah. think it's a good play at plus money. I agree with you on that. Yeah, and plus, like, no matter which team comes out of the West, I don't think they're going to be worse than, like, minus 115 in the finals. And so, like, yeah. you, you don't have a lot of leakage. Where in the East, you have huge leakage. Because if it ain't the Bucks or the Celtics, somebody else makes it through. Like, oh, man. The West like, if Miami goes back. <laughs> yeah, the West will be a heavy favorite. So, I think there's yeah. also an opportunity to middle, potentially, which is something that's nice to have when you get a future ticket this early. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, Hawks Southeast Division winner, plus 190. Do the Heat care at all about winning the division? At all? No, I mean, th- this team made it to the finals as what a seven seed or whatever they were, six seed, right? Like, 
all they care about is the playoffs. So I actually, I love that play. I, there you I'm, go. I'm, I'm actually, uh, I'm not liking how much I'm agreeing with these plays you're giving me right now. <laughs> you're finding some good value over there, Toby. <laughs> Here we go. I think this is another good value. Bet both the Pelicans and the Grizzlies to not make the playoffs because they're both plus numbers. So if either one of those teams doesn't make the playoffs, you turn a profit on the combo bet. And I think there's an excellent chance neither of them make it. And remember, this isn't the play-in game. This is the actual playoffs. And so if you take the Nuggets, Suns, Warriors, Lakers, uh, OKC, Clippers, Kings, and Wolves, I mean, we have a little bit of disagreement on the Wolves. I think all eight of those teams is clearly better than the Pelicans and the Grizzlies, particularly given all the uncertainty around Ja. I mean, like, I God forbid, like I want Jaw to be in the league for the next 15 years, like you know, really thrilling us, but like he could also be out of the league on the trajectory he's on. And then you definitely don't want any piece of the Grizzlies. So those eight I all like more than the Pelicans and the Grizzlies. And then I like the Mavericks more than both of them, too. So if I place them like uh as the 10th and 11th best teams in the conference, and you're getting plus 115 on the Pelicans to not make the playoffs, and the Grizzlies are at plus 195, I think you got a great chance to turn a profit here. Yeah, I don't hate it. I, I do disagree, though. I think both teams will make the playoffs. I mean, don't forget the Grizzlies are thirty-seven and twenty-four without Jaw. Like they're, yeah. they're they're still they still win games without him. They got Marcus Smart there. I think that was a good fill-in guy to fill in kind of like that gritty role that Dylan Brooks was playing there as the villain, right on the defensive end, and gives you a little bit of offensive juice as well. And with the Pelicans, I mean, it all depends on the health of Zion. So I, I get you there, right? Because yeah. I mean, he hasn't proven that he can stay healthy throughout the course of a season yet. So I, I'm just, I'm I'm going with my heart there. I, okay. I, I do think I'm a Zion guy. So I want to root. I want to believe that he can stay healthy this year. I think the Pelicans could be a threat in the West. Well, who, do, who does your heart tell you is not going to make it? Because, I mean, Nuggets, Suns, Warriors, Lakers, let's just let's just lock those yeah. in. Yeah. So two, two of the four of OKC, Clippers, Wolves, and Kings. Wolves is an easy one from your perspective. But yeah. who do you think the other one is that doesn't make it in that scenario? I would say the Wolves and the Clippers. Ooh, okay, all right. Because I just – The wheels fall off. I just don't trust their – I just don't trust them staying healthy. I, yeah. I just don't. I, I don't. I think at some point they're going to have to blow this thing up. Uh, yeah, I mean, I can't say that I'm rooting for them. I don't find them a likable squad. So if that happened, I wouldn't uh, be that mad about losing my bet, but I'd still be a little mad. One of those two is not going to make it, though, and then you get a profit on the portfolio. Uh, let's see here. What do I got? I got three other really quick ones. This one, I think, is my second favorite after the Western one. Scoot Henderson. Over 16 points a game is minus 140. Then that is an incredibly low number for a guy who's going to have the usage rate and the talent that Scoot has. And in the last 20 years, Mark, the highest scoring rookie has failed to hit 16 a game only once. Only once in 20 years has a rookie not hit that 16 mark. And I do think he'll be the highest scoring rookie given his situation. Uh, and the only time it didn't happen was that trash 2004 draft with like a Mecca Okafor and Ben Gordon. So I think he's going to sail past this number. I think he's going to be like the 18, 19 range. And I even wish I could adjust it up on Caesars, but they got it at 16. So I'm taking it at 16. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's pretty much a lock. I mean, just based on the usage alone. And I don't think he's even going to be that efficient. Like he may shoot like, low 40% from the field or high 30s, but he's still going to get it. He's going to get those points, though, because it's like the Michael Carter Williams year where he averaged 17 and wasn't anywhere near the player Scoot was just because he was on yeah. that, uh, the process Sixers. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, man, I, I see you did your homework. 
I'm, I'm really, I'm proud of you, man. Oh, that's all I really want is just a little bit of respect from the boy from Kansas City. I'm from Kansas City. Sorry. I didn't need to call you the boy. Uh, so last two, on the other side of the scoot situation, Dame Lillard, under 27.5 points a game. I'm going to take uh, an under here and minus 120. And this is no hate on Dame whatsoever, but he's only hit this number actually three times in his entire career, and he's never had to take a back seat before. So I just don't know what it looks like. And so if more seasons than not, he doesn't score this many, and now he's in a brand-new situation, even if he's in one of the most lethal picket rolls we've ever seen, I just don't have confidence that he's going to sail past this, you know, particularly with all the years he has on his legs. Ah, we disagree on this one. There so we, go. we disagree here. I think him with Giannis is actually going to help his points go up because now all the attention first, when you look at the books, you're starting your game plan with stopping Giannis, building the wall for Giannis. And Giannis has improved as an passer over the years. And I think Giannis is the type of guy, especially when you bring out a guy like Dame, where he's going to be more willing to, to, to cater to him. I don't think Giannis really cares about scoring all the points. He just wants to win. And he's never had an offensive threat like Dame before. So he's going to get all the attention, which is going to leave Dame with the best looks he's ever had in his career. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to the opposite end on this one, Tope. Yeah, I mean, there are the, the two things that make me nervous about it are obviously Giannis commanding any sort of double team and then Dame having some clever off-the-ball movement. I mean, I don't know what they're going to draw up in Milwaukee, but if they can, you know, as Giannis commands all that attention um, – anywhere in the, from the mid-range to the rim, if they can run some back screens for Dame, he's going to have some wide-open looks that he's never had in his life. And I think the same thing is going to be true on fast breaks, on trail threes. Yeah. Because um, Giannis gets that you know downhill head of steam, and if Dame isn't the one pushing the ball and he can just kind of creep out to the line out on the wing, that's going to be some other open looks. And so if you get six points a game just from wide-open threes, then I think he could get past 27.5. But I don't know. That one, if we were playing a hard-head heater, Kurt, this is a, definitely a hard pick. Uh, I just somehow feel he's going to come short of that one. Last one I got for you, uh, not a sexy one whatsoever, but Jordan Poole. Everybody is just writing this dude in for having <laughs> like an all-star level season. And he's on Caesars. He's at 25 points per game where they said his number. I'm on the under at plus 100. I know he'll be high volume for my trash Wizards team, but he rubs his teammates the, law, the, wrong, the wrong way over and over again to the point where they will actually assault him. And he could be traded so you have guys who aren't going to be like looking to to really create for pool he could be sitting on the bench if he's that disruptive or he could be a six man somewhere by january so that is a lot of ways for things to go wrong and i just don't know if he even has the talent to put up 25 a game in this league which is not an easy number to hit if it's 20 i understand it 25 is a big number yeah 25 you're you're one of the top five top 10 scores in the league <laughs> and I, I didn't I didn't know you were a Wizards fan, so that's that's good to know, man. You was yeah. you was around for the bullets. Yeah, man. Uh, I know you're a kid from Kansas City, but I'm a boy from DC. And so I was just born into this. And it's why you don't know I'm a Wizards fan is no one freely admits they're a Wizards fan. It's like something you gotta like <laughs> trick them into saying, like trying to get somebody to say something backwards, or you know, they're under torture or whatever it might be. Because I've been alive for 43 years. You know how many con I'm not even talking NBA finals games. Yeah, you know how many conference finals games I've seen the Bullets play or the Wizards play since in my entire lifetime. I'm not sure. That would be zero, Mark. That oh, would be wow. zero. They have not even made wow. the conference final in my oh entire my life. God. So why would you know I'm a fan? But maybe but, uh, jo maybe Jordan Poole's going to be the guy who turns them around. But no, nah, I'm with you. 25 is just way too much for my blood. 
Um, I like you say, I know the volume is going to be there, right? But that's just a lot. That's a lot of points. I just can't get there. And it's uh, a plus number. It's yeah. a plus number. Yeah, I, I got to take that. Yeah, so I'm with you on that one. All right, so I gave you a whole series of them. I think I only got two disagreements, so I think I did pretty good today, even had you tell me you're proud of me. So I need to take a, a break and seize with some love because I am all a flutter right now, and I need to calm down a little bit. <laughs> you know, when the conversation turns stampers, I always go with my number one as Caesars. Let's talk about them a little bit, shall we? Tickets to the game, merch, meals at iconic restaurants, stays at Caesars Palace. All this can be yours when you bet with Caesars Sportsbook. Win or lose, every bet earns rewards credits, which you can redeem across the empire. Now, if you haven't started yet, register using this code. Listen up, Omaha Full. The word Omaha and the word full. And then you place your first bet up to $1,250. If you win, great. If you keep those winnings, but if you lose, you'll get your stake back as a bonus bet. 21 and over only. Offer valid and must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Maryland, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming. New users and first $10 plus wager only. Must register with eligible promo code. Bet amount of qualifying wager. Returned only if wager is settled as a loss. Maximum bonus bet, $1,250. Bonus bet expires 14 days after receipt. Tier credits and reward credits will be added to account within seven days after qualifying wager settles. See caesars.com slash promos for full terms. Void where prohibited. Know when to stop before you start gambling problem. Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed through Horseshoe, Bossier City, and Harris, New Orleans. Massachusetts, call 1-800-327-5050 or visit GamblingHelplineMA.org. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Ohio, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or West Virginia, 1-800-GAMBLER.net. New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Okay, we are back, Mark, and it is time to play Heart Head Heater Cred. And usually I am trailing after the first one, but you did me that favor by putting up that goose egg. So I have honors today. 
And I'm going to lead us off by more NBA talk, Mark. So I'm right here in your wheelhouse. I love it. And for my heart pick, I am going with the phenom. I am going with Victor Wembenyama. Over 3.5 blocks plus steals, minus 117 at Caesars in his much-anticipated debut. And, Mark, I don't know how much basketball you played growing up. But, you know, I, I played – I was captain of my high school team, AAU, all that kind of crap. And you just have certain instincts as a as a basketball player. Yeah. You think you think a shot – you know, you're clear to get it up. You've got the space, whatever it might be. And I'm not an NBA player, but those guys have the same instincts. They have the instincts that say, I can I can get this ball to the rim right now. I can get this ball at the backboard. I yeah. can shoot. I can shoot. I've got enough separation to get the ball up. And he's just going to change the dynamics in a way that it's going to take time to adjust. And it's going to take time to adjust for these dudes who have been able to get this shot off their entire life. And suddenly, suddenly this alien has landed and it's going into the third row. And so I think it's going <laughs> to take a while on the on the offensive side. But on the defensive side, I think it's going to be there right away, particularly yeah. when you add in the adrenaline that comes with making his debut for something he's wanted to do his entire life. So, like, I'm tempted on something like a 1.5 over threes, um, but I, I just don't know. I mean, he might be chucking. He might not be. But I think he is going to get steals because he's so long and he's going to get into passing lanes where people didn't see it. And I think he's going to put up three blocks a game. So if he's going to get three blocks. I love him to get one steal. I don't. I don't love him on his season totals. I don't love him anything like that. But one game where I think he's going to get twenty-eight minutes, thirty minutes tonight. I think he's going to sail past this number. Yeah, I, I like that a lot. I, I'm going to tell you on that one. All right, right that's, away. That's going to be the one I tell. I really love that. I mean, the guy. He he looks like he was built in a laboratory. I mean, I've never seen a guy so long, athletic, and able to move like that at that size. I mean, it's really remarkable. So, yeah, I, I, I like that one, Tobe. Yeah, well, they they often give out nicknames based on pop culture, but he's to the point where I think, like, he should go back and they should rename Gumby Wemby because, like, he's <laughs> going to change the game that much, and he looks just like the dude. So let's go ahead and instead of calling him Gumby, let's go back and change history a little bit and get that big green guy to be called Wemby instead. Yeah, so for my hard play, I got a two-pick parlay for you. Both point totals for tonight. I got Jalen Green over at 22 and a half. I love the volume that he gets. Last year, he averaged almost 18 shots a game. I think that number may increase. This is the guy that he's just a bucket getter. He's one of the guys that just wakes up and gets buckets. So I think uh, his debut tonight, I think he's going to put on the show. And then I got that with Zion's over on points as well at 24 and a half. They're playing the Grizzlies and no Steven Adams in the middle. I know it's still got Triple J down there, but I think Zion is going to try to make a, a emphasis game one. You know, a lot of questions around him staying healthy. So I think he comes in with a bang. And I got both those plays at plus money at plus 220. I got to say, I love the odd here. I, I think it's worth the play at plus 220. But I, I worry about what you said about LeBron earlier, about in-game load management and and uh, zion is i mean that's quite a load to manage and so are they actually going to turn him loose or is he going to get 30 minutes is he going to get 32 minutes or is he going to be closer to like that 20 to 25 range and if so he's got to put up a lot of shots in a short amount of time to clear 24.5 yeah that, that's a fair concern i understand that but i think since it's game one and the guy is still young. Uh, he's He looked pretty good in the preseason. I, I think they'll let him loose tonight since there hasn't been any games prior. But, yeah, I, I understand that concern, though. But you're getting paid for it, right? You're, you're getting plus 220. It's not like this yeah. is a minus bet. And so yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's certainly worth the juice that you're paying. 
Yeah. Uh, all right. Over on the head side, I am going over to football for just a minute before we get back to basketball. Josh Allen over 0.5 INT plus Josh Allen over 0.5 passing TD gets you to a plus number at plus 125. And he's been really, really frustrating to bet so far this year, Mark. As one week, he's the same <laughs> guy that people said with a straight face. They take over Mahomes about 15 months ago, while on others, he's struggling to beat backup quarterbacks. So I thought I would take him to look like both guys on different drives in the same game. Turnover one time, masterclass the next. The INT has the longer odds, but eight out of 12 quarterbacks so far on Thursday night have been picked, as they, including Mahomes himself, by the way, as the games do tend to be slightly sloppier on the short week. And Allen has been picked in three of the uh, three, his last three games and five of the seven so far on this season. But in each one of those, he did pair it with at least one touchdown. And that's not a new phenomenon. He did this combo nine times last year. He did the combo eight times the year before that. And so getting plus money on something like that feels like a coin flip in good circumstances, let alone on a dreaded Thursday night slot, feels like a good value to me. Not a bad play. It's not a bad play. Um, I'm going to wait to see your other ones to see which one I'm going to fade. I'm not willing to fade that one. But I, I I like it. I like yeah. it. Well, you I only like get it. to you only get the fail or tail one, and you already used it up, buddy. So don't, oh, be, don't be hunting for my uh, bad picks. There's no bad picks are coming. These are dang. all See, I, I was so all thirsty. Today, Mark. I was so thirsty to, to, to fade you on something. I, I I almost forgot the rules there for a second. There you go. Friday. That's okay. Fade Friday. You fade me all you want on Friday. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna fade you Friday for sure. All right. Uh, what do you got? So my head play. I'm going with Orlando uh, minus four tonight against the Rockets. And and here's why both these teams both they've both finished last in their respective conferences last year. You know both young teams. I know the Rockets made the more flashier offseason moves. They got Dylan Brooks. They got Fred Van Vliet. I understand that, but I think it's going to take time for that to gel. And if you look at last year, that's all we got to go based on, right? Because game one, Orlando was actually fourth in the league, Toby, against the spread. Can yep. you believe that? I and, absolutely believe it. I was betting them last year. <laughs> and and Houston was at the bottom near the bottom against the spread with a 30 and 49 record. <laughs> so I, I, I think uh, I'm taking Orlando here. I think they're more stable. They got more people coming back from last year. And I think with game one, like I said, it's going to take the Rockets some time to incorporate a Fred Van Vliet and Dylan Brooks. So I like Orlando minus four. Yeah. Uh, tail. I like Orlando yeah. as well, maybe I'm yeah. on this with you. I, I like the Orlando team. I mean, I don't think they're like title contenders, but they can, they can be like this year's Kings, right? Like maybe not to that level of win success, but like the teams that you like to watch that they're frisky, they're young, they're a league pass team. Afraid. They're a league pass team. Exactly right. Like I even like their like long shot to make the playoff odds. And I definitely like them over the more about rocket teams that, as you say, never seem to cover any spread. Yeah, I'm glad, man. We're doing good today. We both tell each other. I'm proud of us. All right, there we go. There's more of that pride <laughs> that I've been craving. Uh, on the heater side, I hit my heater, uh, much to your chagrin. Lakers unders is what I'm giving out all week. So Lakers came under last night yeah. with the Nugs. Um, I, I'm i nervous about the one on Thursday night, though. Like, this is the thing about the, the heater. You give it out, you set it and forget it, and you can't go back on it. And yeah. versus the Suns, like, Booker looks like that dude. Like, that book, that Booker show last night was incredible. Durant didn't even fully get it going, and it didn't matter because Booker was so good. And so this is um under 230 is minus 110 right now. Yeah. And I, and I think the Lakers are going to really have to dictate the pace for this to stay under given the offensive firepower from Booker Durant and the rest of that Suns team. 
Yeah. So I guess mine continues on Thursday night, right? Because we got a big favorite in the Buffalo Bills. And I, I did mines with a, a touchdown favorite with the Niners and Purdy scoring, throwing for at least two touchdowns, right? And obviously, yep. neither one of those worked out. So I got the Bills continuing that this week. They're minus eight and a half. And I need Josh Allen to throw at least two touchdowns. I feel confident with Josh Allen throwing the two touchdowns. The minus eight and a half does, does have me a little worried with the Bills right now. I'm not going to lie to you. Hey, you can take the money line if you want. You can go money line plus the, the overall quarterback. Yeah, just I'm, to be safe. Yeah, just, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, let's just be. <laughs> well, I'm being safe. Like, I'm actually taking the Bills uh, money line in my credibility picks. And when the two units came okay. up, I'm yeah. taking Bills money line, but I'm pairing it with the Celtics over the Knicks. And I know okay. I'm flirting with disaster here for sure after the Bills lost outright to the pass last weekend, which cost yeah. me my cred pick last Friday. But I'm willing <laughs> to wager that Lightning isn't going to strike twice and they'll take care of a reeling Bucks team on Thursday night. Though I, I am also not going anywhere near that eight and a half spread. That's like, it's like, I don't know how you feel, Mark. When you deal with like Jekyll and Hyde teams like the Bills right now, I like to be yeah. either on the money line paired with something else or I like to adjust the total up. Like, I don't want to be anywhere near eight and a half. I want to, like, yeah. take them up to 13 and get in that, like, at plus three, 250, plus 300 range um, rather than, you know, trying to just take them on eight and a half because they're not they're not coming anywhere near the number right now. Like, they're losing outright to the Pats as touchdown favorites. Yeah. Or they could be blowing teams out. So I'd like to adjust it either way for that. And on the, on the Celtics side, um, we saw the Nuggets and Suns come out last night and make an early statement. I think the Celtics do the exact same. They are the yeah. preseason favorite. They have no laurels to rest on because they have no rings and they got bounced la early last year. So it's not like they could come in like overly arrogant, I would hope. So I right. think they justify the hype starting on opening night with a win over a Knicks team that is bang average at best. You pair the two together, you get all the way up down to minus 102. That two would be title contenders handle their business. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I like it. I like the way you, I like your analogy or the, what your strategy when it comes to the Bills, like with the Jekyll and Hyde teams. I, I like that strategy. It actually makes a lot of sense because they either just blow you out completely or they just lose and don't cover. Yeah. So yeah, get <laughs> right. your odds where they should be, right? Yeah, yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, for my cred pick, man, I, I got Mavs money line tonight against the Spurs. You're Wimby. I, yeah. I think uh, the debut is going to be fine. It's going to be rocking there in San Antonio. But, you know, this is still not going to be a good basketball team. Uh, the Dallas Mavericks got a lot to prove after what happened last year, after they got Kyrie. I think they come in, handle business tonight. So I like that. And I'm, I'm pairing that with the Clippers, who I was I mentioned earlier that I, I don't like to make the playoffs. But I think they win the night. You know, they're playing the Portland Trailblazers, the team that's in transition right now. You know, Scoot's first game. So I, I feel very comfortable in saying that they should handle business tonight. And I get both of those plays at minus 104. Which one are you more nervous about? Just admit it. Admit it for the people. Uh, I think it has to be the Mavs. Yeah. Yeah, probably agree. the Mavs. Because, you know, they're going – it's in San Antonio. It's going to be a raucous environment with Wimby's debut there. So, yeah, I, I would definitely that's the one I'm more nervous about. Me too. That's why I didn't tail it. That's why I took the magic over. That's, <laughs> that, that's a sad day for the Mavs and the Clippers where I'm more confident in the magic than those two guys. <laughs> All right. That was fun, man. Let's go ahead and take a break. Let's give out our second guest express and then let everybody get out of here. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, we are back. And Mark, I really appreciate you coming on. I've been slightly mean to you, making fun of that zero that you put up on Monday. So in the smallest olive branch available to me, why don't you go first with the second guest express? Yeah, so we just talked about this game, actually. And it's it's funny that this is one of the games that I'm, I'm going to be second guessing, right? And it's actually the Bills. Uh, oh, the Bills, really? The Bills minus eight and a half. Yes. <laughs> I know this team is so Jekyll and high. I get it. But I have a weird feeling this would be like the perfect week where everything just looks back to normal. Josh Allen looks like an MVP candidate. Yep. And they just go out and just beat the Bucks by like 20 points. Baker throws two picks and it just looks ugly, right? And another one, too. I got two of them that I I'm, I put together that I'm, I'm a little worried about, that I'm okay. second-guessing myself. Celtics money line. Wow. The one I just gave out. You're worried yeah. about that, huh? What do you see? Yeah, because... You know, I, I'm thinking, you know, I, I said the Celtics are going to come out the East, right? Remember that? I said yeah. they're the best team in the East. I got Jason Tatum winning MVP. But for some reason, I'm just a little scared, you know, going into the Garden, home opener, just the Knicks. But then I'm like, Boston's just a better team, though. Wait, yeah. <laughs> right? There's the better team, and I'm going to kick myself that I didn't go with you on the Celtics uh, money line. So those are the two that I'm worried about. And if you want to take those, it's at plus 203 right now. Yeah, well, I'm dying to watch that uh, Drew Holiday Brunson matchup tonight because they're both dogs, and I think oh, Drew's yeah, gonna be yeah, pissed yeah, that he was fun. cast aside. So yeah. I expect a monster game out of him tonight, and hopefully a monster year if he stays healthy. Yeah. Um, going back to the NBA, Thunder money line minus one hundred five, and it's similar to the Celtics for me, and that I'm backing a team to justify the hype. It seems like the Thunder over is the pundits' pet pick entering this season. Even yeah. on this show, Brett gave it out last week. I was a little surprised you didn't give it out because everybody's giving it out. It's a, the pick I've heard the most. If you like, think the uh, the asses are masses. I'm sorry, Brett. Let me take that back. If you think the masses are asses, then you have to take the under on the Thunder because it is the most popular pick I think I've ever seen. Um, but if they're going to take care of business, if they are going to hit this over so easily and they're going to do it from a much deeper Western Conference, don't they have to beat like below average East teams like the Bulls to do it? So yeah. minus 105 feels like an early gift as this could be minus 180 a month from now if they start to resemble their suddenly lofty expectations. And honestly, if it wasn't Wemby's debut, I probably would have swapped this one in, but the Wemby pick is just too much fun on a Wednesday night. <laughs> hey, it's a Wemby Wednesday. Wendy Wednesday. There you go. You're the social media guy. Get that going. Uh, all right. Well, speaking of fun, you were on Lemon Pepper Parlay. You guys already laid it down. It got released last night. What did y'all talk about this week? Yeah. So we, we talked about, obviously, we reviewed last week. We mentioned how the Dolphins cannot beat good teams, apparently. <laughs> and then, you know, I think it's a little, um, little temperature out there in San Francisco to monitor. Two losses in a row. And now you're playing the Bengals. This week, I mean, this is the ultimate swing game for me. The Bengals are three and three after this game. I mean, if you go four and three, you're you're back in that trajectory of are you the biggest threat to the Chiefs again, right? And if yeah. the Niners lose three in a row, 
Seattle's first place in that division if they beat the Browns this week. How about that? They were and your preseason and, pick, weren't they? Yeah, me and Martin picked the Seahawks to win the West before the year. So, hey, those are some things we looked at. And then uh, as far as this week's games as well, I'm really, really excited to see. You know, I'm just being a little funny here. Yeah, can the Chiefs continue that win streak against the Broncos? Did you know <laughs> you know the Broncos haven't beat the Chiefs since 2015? Toby, did you know that? 2015. Okay. I mean, I guess I'm not shocked. It's not like you can knock me over 16 with a straight right now. wins. But that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah, uh, crazy. Yeah, so we'll be back on Friday, Mark, and we'll get more into this week's NFL action. I have a feeling I'll hear some Chiefs and Lakers picks coming out of you, given your homer tendencies. You're, you're pretty realistic about your teams, given that your teams win championships, and you always think they'll win championships. So I guess that makes it work out. Uh, for the rest of the network, here on Wednesday, we have extra points coming out with Sarah and Dave. Excited about that, as I am every week. Uh, go and listen to Lemon Pepper Parlay with Mark and Martin. Uh, Jen and Spaghetti did another excellent waiver watch as we continue to navigate all the injuries here in the NFL. On Thursday, you'll get a minus three with Hench. And Friday, you'll get obviously the 15-minute pregame show along with the final episode of Trendy, which by that time, I think Mark will have hit at least one bet. I believe in you, buddy. And at that (laughs) point, I will be proud of you. Uh, thank you. I appreciate that, man. It means a lot coming from you, Toby. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for joining us today. Uh, love the NBA being back, NHL. Obviously, the World Series is going to start Friday, and then all the NFL action. This is the single, single best time on the sports calendar, and we are here to enjoy it with you. So we'll see you on Friday. Until then, take care, everyone. 